I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Remember, we were shipwrecked together. Welcome to this bonus podcast of Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. My co-host is Jim DeRigatis. And if you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon. As you know, Jim and I have a motherload of music <laughs> that we want to tell you about, songs that we love. Jim, it is your turn to go to the Desert Island to plug a new song. Give us a hint of what you're going to play. Greg, I had so many choices to choose from this artist, more than 40 albums wow. in a career that stretched back to the early 70s, and I, I just had a devil of a time choosing only one. Okay, that sounds like an intriguing uh, selection. We're going to hear that in a minute on Sound Opinions. We're back, Jim. What song are you going to add to D.I.J. today? Greg, often we use these desert island choices to highlight an artist we have recently lost. They're on our mind. We go back and revisit the discography. Klaus Schultz, a pioneer of electronic music, died at the age of 74 just recently, mid-April, after a battle with what what his family described as as a long disease. But one of the things that inspired me about Klaus Schultz's career is that unlike many of those musicians, Musicians in that vaunted era of kraut rock, early 70s in Germany. The psychedelic movement gets to Germany a little later than it did Summer of Love, 67, London, and San Francisco, but so much great music. You know, Kraftwerk has its roots there and the band Noi. Klaus Schultz starts out as a member of Tangerine Dream as the drummer, one of the most influential bands uh, from the kraut rock movement in terms of like all the soundtracks they did later. Then joins Ashra Temple, really cool, freaky, commune kraut rock band that made an album with Timothy Leary of all people, but it only (laughs) lasted one album with each of those outfits and then he starts a solo career in 1972. What I think is so inspiring about Klaus Schultz is that he was amazingly creative and inspirational to other artists from 72 until his dying day. At one point he was a part of a super group of kraut rock musicians called the Cosmic Jokers, whose members at different points included the jazz guitarist Al Dimio and later he worked with Bill Laswell. He worked with Steve Winwood. He made a fine record in 2008 with Lisa Gerard from Dead Can Dance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, throughout his entire career, he was always encouraging other artists, pushing them forward, lending his talents to their work, and doing incredible work of his own. And right in the center, we have nine or ten albums inspired both in their titles and in some of the music by Pink. Floyd. He dives deep and reimagines Pink Floyd as these kind of synthesizer-driven electronic instrumentals. Called all of these Dark Side of the Moog. Right? (laughs) right. Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. I'm going to play a track called Set the Controls for the Heart of the Mother, which pays (laughs) tribute to both Set the Controls for the Heart of the Son by Pink Floyd and Adam Hart Mother. Don't get hung up on the Pink Floyd connection. Love him or hate him. And I love that early era, mid-era of Pink Floyd. You know, listen to what this guy was doing both with the electronic keyboards and the rhythm. So much of that early German music electronic use of the analog synthesizers is kind of uh, flat and doesn't move. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Kraftwerk played with the beat, always, right? And Noi. But a lot of the other stuff, Tangerine Dream and other bands that were doing the synth music cluster, kind of static, and it's meant to be static. Ambient. 
Ambient, yeah, yeah, but a lot of those artists wound up being new age, mm -hmm. which is where, you know, music for the yoga mat, it kind of loses me. But Schultz always had this sense of combining with the drone, there was this pulse, this, this driving rhythmic pulse, and it's there as a constant through all 40 of these albums. Mm -hmm. Some a little more rhythmic than others, some a little more ambient, but there is much rewarding music in this deep, deep catalog. When I was writing my first book, A History of Psychedelic Rock, you know, Caroline Records had put out The Essential Klaus Schultz, 72 to 93. It came out in 93. And this was making the case that here is yet another artist that leads us to Aphex Twin and Moby and The Orb. And it made perfect sense to me. It, at that point, it was very, very hard to find Schultz's music. And now, of course, it's all on the net. Dead at the age of 74, somebody we really had to pay tribute to. Set the controls for the heart of the mother. Set the Controls for the Heart of the Mother by Klaus Schultz. Good choice for a D.I.J. Jim. And of um, course, it's it's like 20 times longer than that snippet we just played you. I was going to say. Yeah. But man, the fact that he is a drummer, it should be, almost be a qualification. If you're going to noodle around with these synths, you better have a sense of pulse of rhythm, as you were saying. Yeah, because otherwise it's, it's, it's the oral equivalent of drawing paint. That's right. And that is it for this bonus episode. If you've got thoughts on this episode, start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave a voice message on our website, Sound Opinion. And thanks, as always, to Sound Opinions producers Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, associate producer Sol Delgadillo, intern Mary Bernthal, and social media consultant Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.